Welcome back to Country and Cold Cans. I'm Logan Zanier with Trucker Andy and Kyle. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Stitcher. Share it with your friends and check out the website, countryandcoldcans.com. Check out the blog content and the shop. Andy had his song of the week last week. It is posted on countryandcoldcans.com. Like I said, we have the blog content and the shop with the hats, the koozies, the t-shirts, all available for sale. Uh, Come check that out and support the podcast. All right, fellas, we just did our five favorite albums last week. It's the end of the year where we're all kind of ranking things, listing things of all the music we've consumed over the years. And we said we were going to go with our uh, favorite songs of the year this week. But we got a little twist this week. We're doing five songs we liked, five songs we hated. Um, And we, as we always say, we go with favorite instead of best because I don't really want to get into the pissing contest with people on Twitter about well how could you say this song's one of the best well i'm just playing the shit that i like to listen to that connected mm-hmm. with me and the things that we all <clears throat> found to be our favorites not necessarily what we're saying are the best releases of the year because so, admittedly i have an honorable mention that i'm probably going to catch a little flack for when we get to that but what do y'all say let's start with uh a little grind my gears five songs that we hated that came out in 2022 let's grind them <laughs> All right, Andy, why don't you kick things off with uh, number five on five songs you hated? All right. And I will say this song is actually, it's not as much that I hate the song. It's actually, I hate the people, the listeners. It's it's them that makes me angry over this. It's You Proof by Morgan Wallen. You people had options to pick for a song. It put three singles out very close together. And this is the one you people choose. This is the one that we decide to make the most popular of all the three. And that's why it's on the bad list. Because people made it bad. You know, that song annoys me uh, because I don't like it. It's fine as a pop song, but like, you know, it, it's not very it's not a very good song. And just like yeah, that, not, 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 like that kind of shit that it does at the end of the hook in the chorus mm-hmm. is annoying as shit. It wouldn't have made me as mad if the people didn't have choices. He put two other songs out very close to it, and they pick this one. I think um, the worst part about that song isn't the fans. I would actually say it's Morgan Wallen. He played that at the CMAs. Yeah, He has much better songs, even this year, to play. And you played that that one. His current radio single is Thought You Should Know, which is a fantastic song. Yes, and he played that. And he so, played Youth Proof. Yeah. Um, that is just, in my opinion, Andy, that's just as bad as his fans. Like, um, <laughs> like Logan said, uh, Thought You Should Know is infinitely better than Youth Proof. And you played that at the CMAs? Like, come on, man. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, I agree with you. That's a bad song. Definitely a bad song. All right, Kyle, what's number five for you? Um, it goes to the person that is fast becoming Blake Shelton 2.0, um, but much worse. And that's Party Mode by Dustin Lynch. <laughs> I have that as number five, too. That song <laughs> is just fucking horrendous. 
I mean, it, here's the lyrics. I just want to, I just want to give it to you as it is. Party mode, party mode, party mode. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. That's the chorus. <laughs> what the hell is going on, man? Dustin Lynch. Somebody just needs to walk up. Parody, parody, laughing, laughing. Uh, <laughs> somebody needs to walk up to him and smack the shit out of him and say, "What are you doing? You somebody have real." To, t- somebody needs to Will Smith him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Chris Rock, bro. I mean, somebody, yeah, right, like exactly. He has real talent. I'm just like, man, what in the hell are you doing? Party mode. Party mode. Giving, Dustin Lynch giving, is disappointed. He stopped giving he, a shit about his music quality years ago. Hardy wrote a song about him called "Sellout." <laughs> which, I mean, like what? Is, it's actually sold out, but yeah, um, yeah, no, but but he did sell <laughs> out. He did sell out, man. God. That song infuriates me. The the reason it's the worst song for me is the fact that he's not a Walker Hayes or a Russell Dickerson. Well, that's their whole mo. He actually has real talent. Like Cowboys and Angels it was a great song. Good, it's a great song. He Talk has about he, a bait and switch on us. Starting the career off with that one. Yes, and he has real talent to be a really good mainstream radio country artist. And he puts out this shit. Uh It's it's inexcusable. Like, if you're just going to be a Russell Dickerson, that's fine. That's your lane. Okay, we'll joke on you. We'll make fun of you. But that's your lane. Dustin Lynch, man, you, you can't do it both ways. You either need to be Dustin Lynch, the old Dustin Lynch, which I think could be his ceiling is a Dustin Johnson or his, or his floor is a Thomas Fred. But instead he just goes off in left field and is like, oh yeah, I'm going to take this uh, paycheck here and just he, make shit. That that was number five for me on my list too. And that song is just, is so bad, but I didn't rank it higher on my list of hated songs only because at least, and I'm just trying to be positive Patty here, at least sonically it wasn't the most offensive thing on my list right if you don't listen Mm. to the lyrics it doesn't sound horrible it's not great but it don't sound horrible but i'm with you dude party mode party mode party mode that's how it goes how it goes how it goes you know what this fucking song blows 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 and yeah i never thought that he was going to put out something that made me wish for the days when he was putting out songs like she cranks the tractor or whatever that song was where he was you know, making a euphemism. Yeah, she got yeah. turned off. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this song just infuriates me. I hear it on the radio, and I'm just immediately ill. Dude, that's on the radio. Yes, quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, Kyle uh, can't just... avoid the radio as easily as us, Andy. <laughs> I well, like, that song so... would have made my list. Except I knew Dustin Lynch did something bad. But when I looked it up, I didn't see anything, and I didn't spend more time looking at it. That is kind. It, it's just horrendous. It's awful. Yeah, party mode's bad. But like I said, that was number five on my five songs I hated of 2022 as well. So I guess let's go to number four. Andy, back to you. The biggest screw job since Bret Hart and whatever <laughs> that was. <laughs> 1997, Montreal screw job, Quebec. If I Was Your Lover by Kip Moore with no is Morgan it, Wade. No. Montreal. I don't know why I said Quebec. I don't know. If I don't know Canadian geography. Anyways, you continue. But if I was your lover, by Kip Moore without Morgan Wade, the the hopes and promises that we were promised, and then to, had to wait 
for like two months to get Morgan Wade on the song. That song is garbage. Should never have been released. Shouldn't have done it. He knew better. At least he righted it wrong, and I, I forgave him for it. But I'm not letting it slide. I don't hate that song like you do. Yeah, but it's it's the fact that he acted like Morgan Wade was going to be on it, and then she wasn't there. He screwed. Fair us. enough. I think that they always had that planned. I don't know why that went down. I, I think there was probably some label stuff. <clears throat> I don't know. Yep. Though. But we still got screwed. Yeah. All right, Kyle, number four. The song infuriates me on so many levels. It is a Russell Dickerson song. Um, I actually first heard it while riding in Bailey's car, and it's She Likes It. <laughs> that was number three for me. We've got the same thing so far. The reason it makes me so effing it's mad. So bad. It's not because he goes, ooh, ooh, I like <laughs> the way she, ooh. It's not that. It's the fact that he is romancing her to John Denver. Like, talk about it. Nobody romances a woman to John Denver. I'm sorry. Like, that shit is just infuriating. Like, she likes when I wear a suit. Oh, God. God, it's just so many things about this song. I just. And she knows I, I, by the way I'm kissing on her that we going to take our time. Oh, God. When I leave her a note, make us reservations just because that girl's for celebrating. This is like. He's he's making a he's running making his case to be simp of the year like this year. Yes. I hate boyfriend country so much, and this song is so fucking bad. Like uh, Russell Dickerson has never put out a song worth a damn in his career. He seems like yes. a nice guy. Don't want to attack him personally. Uh, no, but his no, music no, no, is no, his that. music is so bad, dude. No, like, he's not I, a nice I, guy. I try to he, avoid it. He's not a nice guy because he puts out simp music, and women think that all guys are the, him. Oh yeah, well they he wants yeah, I get what you're saying. They're giving him unrealistic expectations thinking they should be worshipped. I'm sorry, but like, no. God, I just I I know my last one I said I became immediately ill. I become irate at the song. And the first time Bailey played it, it's like what the fuck are we listening to? <laughs> Excuse my French, what the fuck are we listening to, Bailey? Oh, it's a good song. No, it's not. It's horrendous. It is so, I'm so bad. glad I've never heard this. Oh, Dude, Andy, you, you're we're gonna play. We're, it we're gonna play it after the show. Just nah, so you guys have to listen. remember by then, hopefully. You no, know, I'm making a note right now. Play. Yep, made a note in my notepad. Play. So Russell and, Andy can hear the ooh. God, it's just. God, it. I'm sorry. He's just a. He's a disease. On. <laughs> A, Russell Dickerson a, is so bad. Like it's terrible when your best song you've ever put out is Blue Tacoma, and that song fucking sucked too. Like it's yeah. just so so like cringy. It's so unrealistic. Like yeah, so then, I, I hate I hate the, the way he enunciates his words in this song. Bob uh, and yeah. cool and like just like he you know like like I said I, when I leave her a note make us reservations just because that girl's for celebrating. Like what the fuck, dude? Like shut up. So, so I've made a lot of mistakes in my that life. That song makes me so angry. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, and I've learned from quite a few of them. One year for Bailey's birthday, I bought her Thomas Red tickets. She loves Thomas Red. Thought it was a good move. We went to Greensboro, saw Tommy Red in the Greensboro Coliseum. Um, one thing I can never forget Thomas Red for is touring with him. 
because this is this is where I was introduced to him. And I wanted to just slit my wrist in my seats <laughs> the entire time. I just I could not stand it. And Bailey's over here making notes of songs she likes of Russell Dickerson. And I'm just like, I just want to end it all. This is I like, like I felt like I was in a CIA experiment of torture. The best thing you could have done would have been if you're sitting front row is just to pull out some noise canceling headphones and put them on right in front of him. Sit on my phone, and play, yeah. play Midnight in Montgomery while you're oh, playing. Oh, hell yes. Oh, yeah, because Andy, Andy, you weren't with us that time, but Bailey was giving me and Kyle a ride downtown in Greenville, North Carolina years ago. And she just could not believe that we were requesting on our ride downtown to listen to Midnight in Montgomery. <laughs> that song's <laughs> lit. It's lit. Yeah, it is. So, that was what that was how we got into party mode, party mode, party mode. It's midnight in Montgomery. That's what ah, such a banger. I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready to drink right now. Just think about it. <laughs> Gets the people going, unlike she likes it. But she, I'm glad she might like it because I sure as shit don't. That was number three on my list. I don't. Well. I don't think she. I don't think she exists. I think, like Kevin said, she goes to another school. <laughs> I don't think she exists. <laughs> that's that's a good pick. Um, I'll bump that one to four, just so we can be in consolidation on that, and then I'll do my third one uh, next go round. So, Andy, back to you for number three. My list starts getting worse at this point. It's Tyler Hubbard with 35s. Dude, that was literally my next song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm song is so bad, too. It's yeah, a song a about my, tires. That was my honorable <laughs> I mean, mention. This song, this song might would make sense like in a tire store, but outside mm-hmm. of there, not. Nah, it's kind of useless. That that song is bad, dude. It's it's yeah, like, it's pretty bad. Like like you said, uh, sometimes I gotta slow down, catch a roll down, some Red Rock Road, let it all sink in like these thirty fives. Make some time to kill, kick it back and chill. Do a little more living than getting by. Like what ha- did I just read? I feel <laughs> dumber for having listened to this song and for having read this song uh, with in, the lyrics what, here. In what preparation does, um, for this podcast. I didn't listen to this song again. I haven't heard it since it was on the podcast back in the summer. It's that bad. <laughs> I didn't want to put myself through the torture again. What does um living and getting by have to do with tires? I have no idea. If you're worried about living, this song's about here's a here's a piece of financial <clears throat> advice. I'm not a financial advisor, but <laughs> if you are worried about living and getting by, just maybe don't buy some 35 inch tires. You know they're kind of expensive. I have them on my truck. Mm-hmm. They're very cheap. Wouldn't call them super expensive, but you know they, you know they they cost money. Just go get it, you some old Goodyear Wranglers. <laughs> Keep on trucking, buddy. <laughs> I I don't like the way this song is written either. Where it once again he's trying to phrase things like he's being cool and suave, but this song is literally he's trying to use his thirty fives and riding in his truck as a euphemism for like taking a, a look at life and appreciating things. Dude, there are way better ways to to say that in a song than, you know, 35s on your truck. Look at my truck. Yeah, what the fuck? It's my truck. Like, that's what this whole song is. It's just truck, 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 truck. And it's not even done in, a, like, a cool way. It's done, like, this is like a a B-side 
of the worst Florida Georgia line. It wasn't good enough to make it on their worst record. So he decides to put it out for his solo shit. Like this song is absolutely infuriating to listen to. And I'm one of those people that I can at least admit the Florida Georgia line had some, they, they had a knack for earworms, man. Like we were all like 18 or so when they first hit the scene, they got some shit that if I hear it, you know, my head gets to Bob and I'm not going to sit here and act like, I think it's like, the best music out there by any means, but there's some songs out there that I'm just like, okay, I can, I can deal with this in the right situation. Cruise was a banger back in the day. It was, it, I mean, we were 18, everybody, that song, you couldn't avoid it, but this, this is just like a, wasn't good enough to make their worst record. And they have a record with that shitty song. Swerve. Swerve. Just making me swerve. (laughs) Like, like, yeah, yeah, that was number that was number three for me as uh, as well, Andy. So Kyle, <laughs> that sounds dangerous. So um, my next one, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to um, the man that makes music for people who sit on a tractor and farm and then masturbate at their straight lines they made. Um, that is uh, Brandon Gilbert. Um, it's Rolex trademark on a redneck. That was my number one song. <laughs> um, yeah, Brandon Gilbert makes music for people that. Plow fields and I'm not disrespecting farmers. They they do a lot of great work. Don't, I'm not I'm not. But his his market is people that plow field and like oh yeah look how straight them damn lines are as they're masturbating to it. Um, I'm sorry. This song is what people make fun of country music for. Mm-hmm. So it's almost enough, it's almost satirical. Oh yeah, like it's, but I mean, they're they're being serious. Yes, but it's almost like this sounds like the Onion wrote a country song. Yes, or I they went on that that new AI website that yeah, is, Chat GPT. Yeah, yeah and they're they like write a country song about Rolexes and rednecks and trucks, and this is you know what it came yeah. out with. I put a Rolex on a redneck. Oh, it can put some inches on your big block Chevy. Yeah. It can put a Yeti on your back deck, slap full of long necks, camo on your brand new Benelli. Yeah. (laughs) It can put some pearl on your snap. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Some gator on your boots. Oh, yeah. Girl on your lap, cause your paper's to the roof. It's turning dirt life. Might not put a milli on your paycheck. But it can put a red, a roly on your redneck. I mean, son of a bitch, who the fuck wrote that? I can tell you who he lives around here. I'm god damn it. Like, I, like I actually know a guy who's good friends with him. He's a nice guy, but and he's he's written some pretty okay to decent mainstream songs. But this ain't his best work. But he lives around here. One of the co-writers, and then I've actually met oh, his I, yeah, I know his ex-wife before. Uh, she's she's quite the stunner of a woman. She's a she's a good looking lady. But um, but yeah, she, uh, he's he's a local guy, songwriter. Yeah, this I mean, and the fact that he even got Jason Aldean to agree to record this with him is just a miracle. They're boys. I mean, yeah, Jason Aldean's agents have ran kicking and screaming when he read those lyrics and said, "No, thank you. We'll get you on the next one." Thing is, Aldean's put out some trash in the last few years himself. So yeah, he has, but 
the era of uh, the truth where, and big green where, tractor even is over for, for outing. Yeah. Where are the standards? I want to know. Where's the floor? Oh, they're they're digging to uh, go lower than the floor every time they can. That was on my list as well. (laughs) Logan, have you even done a song yet? No. You just tagged along. So you only got one left, don't you? Yeah. Let's see if we can knock that one out. Like these really, but that just shows that these really have been like the worst of the worst. We got a chance to knock it out again. Um, You have a very good chance. Yeah, that um, that Rolex on Redneck Man, I was just, just. I don't even know what to say. I, re- I truly don't. I was like, what in the fuck am I listening to? I had actually heard a clip of this before it was released. And oh, I was I'm, like, I'm sorry. I was like, what in the world? I was like, no, no. And the couple of people at work were like, yeah, apparently they say it's going to be a big hit. And I was like, God, I hope not. Who thought this was going to be a big hit? People who don't listen to country music. And this is their, oh. in, my, in my office. And they, this is their idea of what country music is. I mean, even I've the title is this. not good. Ain't art making a note. No, listen to that too. Rolex on the, redneck. Like you said, the title was not even good. The title was like, what's the most cliche countryism, but at the same time, also kind of gangster that I can like that I've made it that I can put down. Like I can just see people sitting there writing Rolex on a redneck. There's the alliteration. You got Rolex. You got redneck. Through the pen down. That's it. I, like, are you serious? Like, this is what we spend co-writing sessions coming up with rolex on a redneck nah it's almost it, like it, like you said it's almost like they put it in an ai algorithm and they were like mm-hmm. let's pick rich redneck analogy yeah damn we got it there it is rolex redneck like you compare this with like a, a kind of tongue-in-cheek song like rednecker by hardy and that song is very clever and kind of funny and a little bit of a like uh, a jam you know and then you have like this song is not meant to be it, it it's sung in such a serious tone like this wasn't self-aware or, or anything it was like they're being serious yeah it's frustrating yeah they, yeah they were all right andy back to you for number, number two, two for you i've got warren zeters write it hard <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot yet, about that song. I have yet. I was on YouTube, I think, when this song came out and it popped up. I'm like, oh, I'll check this out. I don't know what's worse the video or the song. It is just poison to the ears and the eyes. I don't think I have made it all the way through this song yet. I was out when the song starts with, oh, she's going to write it hard. Out right there. <laughs> and it, to be honest, really doesn't get any better from there. Oh, she's going to ride it hard. Or the, only, the only thing, it changes it. Whoa, she's going to ride it hard. Ride it hard. What was he singing about when he said she's going to ride it? Is it at least like he's trying to be clever, but he fails at it? Or was he just going straight on the nose? Yeah, I think he was going for it as in Pecker. <laughs> I, I just looked up the all, lyrics. Right? I have not made it through this song because this song ends with "If you ain't first, you're last." That's probably oh, the best part because Ricky, Ricky Bobby, Bobby wrote it. Yeah, Ricky Bobby. So, 
this guy didn't even write the best part of the song, which is the only <laughs> good part. That song's trash. The yeah. video possibly is worse. That's like I have to make a note on that one too to see that. It's I'll make a note God. now. Make a yeah, note make now. a note now. Yeah, make a note. We got That's some, one of the worst videos show. I've ever seen. Warren Zeters. Z e i d e r s. Uh, was it ride it hard? Yeah. Whoa, yeah, she's gonna ride it hard. Okay. And Andy is telling us that he is talking about his pecker. Are you talking about yours exclusively, Andy? No, he's talking about his. I don't reference uh, anything in any words that that man references things in. I was I was out on that guy the moment that I saw his uh, Dark Knight TikTok where he's dressed up as the Joker. He's the one that sings Ride the Lightning, right? Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, a couple of his songs are not the worst, you know? But his whole like personality on TikTok is just cringe it's, it's cringy man uh, so um am i going next Logan? yeah yeah number two okay um so we had had this discussion and i was going to nominate fancy like but it technically was not a 2022 release but the album it was on was a 22 release um but after discussing this, um, I have nominated somehow. I have found a song on the same album for the worst song of all time and this year by Walker Hayes is on the same album as Fancy Like. As bad as that song is, uh, before you, you say it, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that you're about to take my last one here. Please I think you're about it. to Please take my it. number one. Please guess it. I would like to know. Let me guess: is y'all life? Y'all life? No, it is not. That's my number one. Oh wow. It is actually you, girl. <laughs> I haven't heard this one. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We're, we're gonna we're gonna, you're going to listen to that, too. This might be oh, the worst mercy. album that has ever been put out. Um, it is a cancer. <laughs> you, does he have, like, only do two-word titles? Fancy like, you girl, y'all life. Oh, and then he has, like, that's on AA. Y'all life yeah, is three words abbreviated. No, he has a couple, yeah. I mean, and the frustrating part about him is just he's like a ninety ten split of just shit and somewhat decent songs. He made that quasi Christian religious song that you liked a lot, yeah. Logan. Yeah, which was like fairly decent. Yeah, that was a decent song. Yeah, I mean, I kind of hated on it because it was kind of over the top, but um, it wasn't by his standards. It was pretty damn good. No, I agree. I agree. Um. I mean, it's like, what the fuck? What are you doing, bro? I mean, what are some lyrics weird. from you, girl? Yeah. Uh, do you, well, let me get to the whole. First I'm curious one. now. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> what is it with all the sex noises <laughs> these guys are making? <laughs> I'm not kidding you, Logan. The first whole. Kyle sounds like a dog when a fire truck's coming by. <laughs> that is literally the entire first stanza. <laughs> you girl, cherry bottom boom girl, every shade of blue jeans, blue jeans look mean with a body like that. Ooh, woo girl, <laughs> southern through and through. Ooh, do what you like, do what you do, girl. Ooh, more. Ooh, whole second stanza. Ooh, <laughs> guys like me like girls that look like you, girl. Ooh, oh god. <laughs> 
He did sound like a dog when the fire truck goes by. <laughs> That's what the whole song is. The way you walk is suggestive. Strip mall downtown, impressive. Girl, I hate to see you go. Hold up. But I love to watch you exit. Ooh, another ooh. All the flames where you cooking at. That bourbon kiss where you putting that. I know it's rude to stare, but shoot, I don't want to stop looking at. Ooh. This is a guy that has like 75 kids, too. He's like a dad, and he's singing shit like this. I mean, Logan, I'm going to send you the lyrics. Both of you, actually. Look how much ooh is in this song. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to send it to you right now. I want both of you to live react. Please, please live react. To how many? Oh, he okay. didn't even spell out you. He put you as a yes, letter. It, it is you, and then yes. he spelled girl G U R. Oh my yes. gosh! It's even more of a cancer when you see the phonetics. He goes ooh ooh. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> There's I mean, nothing but, but ooze in this song. It is just you, girl. Cherry bottom boom, girl. <laughs> the ooze are better than the other words. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. She's a woo, she's a woo woo girl, southern I mean, through and through girl. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, honestly, you George Strait should sue him for defamation for dropping his name in the song. Yeah, in the yeah. words, another Will Smith <laughs> reference. He needs to get King George's name out his mouth. There is, I mean. he should sue him for defamation and just just name dropping him. There is no world where the words George Strait should be followed by "keep backing up that tailgate." Trucker Get hat sideways to that George Strait. <laughs> Trucker hat hunted proof. What do those two things have in common? <laughs> I swear. Hang on, I might have to give this this round to Kyle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, bro. I listened to have this album to find a song that was worth worse than y'all life and uh, the Applebee song, and I found it. I put myself through the ringer for this podcast. <laughs> and thing is, that's only number two for you. I'm interested what number one is. Yeah. Oh, is that number two? Oh, shit. That was actually number one. I thought it was oh. number one. Okay, I have another one now. Well, wait, wait. Do we, we do number two? Yeah, you did number two with Warren Zeters. I know I okay. did my two. What was your number two, Kyle? Uh, it's actually a, not even really a country song. It's more the fact the uh, degradation of Thomas Rhett. It's actually a song called Sunroof. I don't think I've heard that one either. Um, Is that the one he did with Katy Perry? No, it's actually... I can't remember this cat's name. Um, it's almost like a pop song. Yeah, I don't think I've heard that one. It is. I mean, it's just like, what What are you doing, Tom Trap? Yes, it is by Nick Your, no apostrophe, Y-O-U-R-E, Daisy, D-A-Z-Y, and Tom Trap. Hmm. And I'm just like, what? What are you doing, bro? What, what is it that the, the old independent country fans who like to pretend like they've never heard of Luke Combs on Twitter. They're like, Oh, never heard of her. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is more treasonous than, Oh, you said Luke Combs. That had been Luke Bryan. Um, it's a fun pop song, but I, the reason I put it at two is just, I was like, 
Thomas Red, you cannot have it both ways. You can't say you've been listening to more Eric Church and 90s country and then put out a fucking shit show this song is. Like, you can't not have it both ways. Just admit you're after the paycheck. I'm not mad if you at you if you say I'm just after the paycheck. But you can't have it both ways. You can't, what was that song? He had Death Row. Was which was a good, good song. Which was a good, it, it, which was a decent song. And he it had was a, a great songs. idea that he didn't explore enough, but sure. it was a, it was and, a good song. And he had the album or the little EP before that that he had some interesting songs. Yeah, like Country Again, Side A was yeah. the name of and it. He, and he had, yeah, that's right. And he had some interesting ideas there where he kind of got back more into the mate, the more old school Thomas Rhett country music. And then you make, you're going to listen to this, I'm putting the notes to Sunroof. Um, yeah, it is just it's infuriating <laughs> well, let's, because let's, you, uh, can't, you can't do it both ways. And I'm just like, just pick, what, no. pick who are you? I mean, honestly, who are you, Thomas Red? Who are you? I mean, maybe he's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I just wrote a Walker Hayes song. Um, sounds so nice. let's let's quickly wrap this up with our number ones. Andy, I think we got the same one here. It's uh, back to Walker Hayes. Y'all life. This song yep. is. It, it's got more words than you, girl. Uh, it's pretty bad, but with with literally, he's trying to be cool by saying them high school kids traveling like James Harden in the white limousines to the Olive Garden on prom night. It's good times, right? But the the part that gets me the most is the freaking, I think it's the chorus. He goes, we be living that y'all life, y'all rolling in the South where it's all football and Jesus. Then they go, Jesus. And then it's like, Barbershop talking like, nah, shut your mouth. My mama sweet teased the sweetest. <laughs> it gets worse after that, though. Turn that bass up, shawty. Show them how. Y'all, we raise up. Y'all, we going down, down, baby. Your street and my bronco. I'm going to talk to you real slow. Said, where the crawl dads crawl. Said, living that y'all life. Y'all, y'all life, y'all. Y'all life, y'all life. Oh, 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 y'all life, y'all life. What is y'all life? I still don't know what it is. I don't think I want to know, but I don't know what it is. Turn that bass up, shawty, show them how. One, one second while I call uh, 911 because I just had an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> Nana pudding, prayer chains, tailgating oh, jeans, God. ain't no thing but a chicken wing, nah. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing, nah. <laughs> this is literally like if you gave a seven-year-old uh told him to write something down to write a poem or write a rap that, that's too that's, that's what too a seven-year-old would write that's too generous that's like a first generation ai <laughs> just writing basic english that rhymes <laughs> that's too kind that's too kind a seven-year-old's better than this said y'all i got that wiffle ball bat flip swag in my walk down oh, in Bama. No. Yeah. Down in Bama oh, no. where they grammar got some country in it, y'all. <laughs> this is just like a word salad of things that are like supposed to be country. What in the hell is a wiffle ball bat flip? Swag in my walk, bro. You ain't know because you ain't got no swag. <laughs> you ain't living that y'all life. <laughs> Apparently not. I live in the I real world. We might need to do a deep dive on this album. This possibly may be the worst album ever created. I think it's. I think for once, I Andy, it's time we review an album that we don't like. (laughs) 
I think we need to have like an English fanatics doctorate come on and just examine how even this is not even music. I'd be curious if the whole album has one coherent line. Uh, really, though. I would like to do a word count on how many times. Ooh. Is in there. <laughs> I, I would say it's probably 40% of the album. Yeah. Well, that concludes the Festivus portion of the show where we aired our grievances about the worst of the worst that made us angry in country music-ish this year. Uh, let's go to the stuff we did like, our five favorite songs of the year. Uh, Andy, why don't you kick things off with your number five on your five favorite songs of 2022? This one I might catch a little flag for. I, I know the writing for this song isn't the best. But it's still, I have played this song a lot. It's Riley Green, I hope she's drinking tonight. The banjo, the fiddle, the chorus is so catchy. I this song ended up at the top of my on repeat, and like it's a good driving around song, I guess. It's an, it's pleasurable to the ears. I will say writing is lacking, but the ear pleasure is worth the, the lack of writing for me. I did not have that on my bingo card to be on your five favorite songs this year. It's, the band, it's, it's a little banjo in the background in the chorus. That, it's got heavy fiddle on it. Mm. I like the instrumentation. I like the way it sounds a lot. Hey. Like I said, we picked five favorite, not five best. So fair enough. I will say uh, that is not the best. I will, yeah. I will fully admit that. Um, Kyle, before I throw it to you, I'm going to go on and go piggyback ahead. off of Andy on that and say, my honorable mention might catch a little flack for, but I actually really, I didn't realize how much I've listened to this song. It's actually a Chase Rice song called Key West in Colorado. I really actually do like that song. I love the dichotomy of like, you know, finding a way to get over the relationship that he was in by like, you know, traveling all around. And then the dichotomy of like the cold being in Colorado and like, and then like, or like Key West being coastal, whereas like, Maybe it's the uh, salt in the air, salt on the roads. Um, then also the dichotomy, he said, like, uh, maybe something about the beach, something, or was it Boulder? But that's when he knew it was over. I actually think that's one of Chase Rice's best songs he's ever put out. Uh, so that's my honorable mention. But uh, throw it to you for um, your either honorable mention or, or start at number five. Uh, so I'll start with my honorable mention. It's actually a Kowetsu song, sad song. It was one of the few songs I did not catch the first time we had reviewed this album. I completely missed it. And Andy thought that I was just going to nail it. It was a swing and a miss for me. Sustained ass song. Um, and once he said it, I couldn't unhear it. And it just made me love that song even more. That's my honorable mention. Uh, my number five song is actually Varsity Type by uh, Austin Mead. This song and Austin Mead in general is the closest thing I have heard to a reincarnation of Bowling for Soup. And I love Bowling for Soup. The song in itself is kind of a parody. Um, and he makes a lot of self-deprecation songs, which is kind of Bowling for Soup's specialty. And he kind of has that like flair and style to him. But I love this song, man. It's It's just a fun song to listen to. I love that 2000s-esque pop rock. I like the harder rock, like as me and Andy do, but I know Logan likes the more pop rock, but 
that's my fifth favorite song. I really like uh song. It's probably my favorite song on that album. I don't I'm not very high on the album as a whole, but as far as that goes. Well, on that uh Co Wetzel note, my number five song uh checks in. And just for clarification for the listeners, like we made a rule that you if you pick a one of your favorite songs being from one artist, that artist is retired from the rest of the list. You can't have five songs by Co Wetzel or five songs from Zach Bryan. You can only pick one from an artist just to kind of give it more variety. Uh, number five for me, I picked Yellow Bush Road by Co Wetzel. This was an early one that I did like. I liked that it was um, it, it kind of like leaned into we we now know like his next record is gonna be country, and this was probably one of the countryer moments on the album. And as the track list went got lower or down the track list, it got a little bit leaning more <laughs> towards the uh, a countryer sound. And Yellow Bush Road, it, the the self reflection in it. Uh, kind of, the, and then it's like self-reflection, but also humorous at the same time. Like the saying that uh, your family hates the fact that he's cussing on the radio. He's just a uh, um, uh, hometown hero without the cape. Poor motherfucker who grew up on Yellowbush Road. You know, he's seen success, but still, he's just the same guy that grew up there. Um, I, I really connected with this song pretty early on, so that was number five for me. Yellowbush Road, Co Wetzel. Very nice, solid choice. Andy, number four. So. Number four, the only song this guy has put out, and it makes the list, Austin Snail, Excuse the Mess. I love the sound of this song. It is right down my alley. I love the the writing of the song. It's sort of clever. So, uh, subject matter is right down the, the just everything is trashed in, in your life, sad stuff right down my alley and the one of the lines that actually gets me the best the only thing in this house that ain't been to war is the bed because the truth is i don't sleep anymore for some reason to me that just ties the whole song together and it just he knocked it out of the park with this one i hope i hope the next song he puts out and it's not a cover is equally as good as this one interesting choice i've, I've listened to that one a few times it's popped up in my mixes I wouldn't um, think you wouldn't like it as much because it's the, the rock. It's fairly hard rock leaning. Yeah, like I hate hard rock. You do. Hate you hard always rock. say you do. You no, do hate I, hard rock. I hate butt rock from uh, those bands that all sound the same from uh, 2000 to 2004. Subjective, what you put in butt rock. Let's just be honest. I mean, stained Creed. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. The, they don't sound anything can, like. They don't, but okay. Continue. They're, 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 all, they're all the same. Yeah. Nickelback. That's closer to Creed. Creed and Nickelback are the exact same band. Oh, God. They okay. Are. Okay, bad take, Logan. Um, <laughs> number four, Kyle. <laughs> uh, number four for me. One's just Canadian, one's American. Anyways, number four. <laughs> number four for me is uh, Rain Check, John Party. Oh, okay. Sad boy country makes me happy. And this is, as I, as I told a couple weeks ago, um, with the Morgan Wallen song that is now escaping my brain um, on the EP he put out. I cannot remember the name of it. This is good John Party. It's all about just, I'm at the bar, getting tore up, pretty girl walks up to me. Yeah, not tonight. I'm just sitting here and just soaking my feels. I ain't going to talk about it to nobody because I'm a man. But I'm going to just sit here and be in my feels. No thanks. You know. You're a good looking thing, but let's just sit here and sulk. It's good John Party. It's good country music. It's, it's good what this country, country music. It's what this country was built on. 
<laughs> pushing down your feelings until they eventually explode on you and drown it in whiskey. That's what this That's country right. was built on. A- Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good song. I, I like Rain Check a lot. Um, number four for me is Caitlin Butts Jackson. I alluded to this the um, the other week when we did our, our five favorite records of the year. This song in particular was one that I had on repeat a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, it's kind of a callback to I'm Going to Jackson by Johnny Cash, June Carter Cash. And from the opening lines, you know, he said, I'm saving up to buy you a diamond. He said, it won't uh, be much, but I'll get you one soon. I thought we'd be married in a fever. I thought we'd ride off like Johnny in June. But then she goes, I don't think we'll make it to Jackson. I don't think we'll make it that far. Um, and then it's like the second verse. I think it's just, in my opinion, the best one where it's like empty promises around every corner. Can barely see the light in your eyes. You say you're wrong and you say you change, but your heartbreak lips remain the same. And they're too good at telling lies. <clears throat> this is quality country songwriting. Walker Hayes. If you need to get a lesson on how to write a song, you know, I want to study up on some Caitlin Butts material. Production on this is is fantastic. Her uh, voice is impeccable as usual. Jackson is a song that I loved from the very beginning and had it on repeat this year. So uh, number four for me, uh, Caitlin Butts is Jackson. For, for number three, I would say this is an artist that I don't think you guys would have picked for me that was going to make this list. Eric Church, Madman. To me, Andy, you are just coming out of left field, sir. He is. This this song is one of the closest songs to perfect I have heard in a long time. The writing of this song is phenomenal. There was a a line Mm -hmm. I just picked up on today that I didn't even get. If you like that fuse that looks to you like a half-smoked cigarette, just it, it is it is packed start to finish with just in impeccable songwriting i love the production of it i love the way he sings it i like how the the lyric where he takes the mad all the way up till his voice breaks i love how it stops right before it there is almost there is nothing i don't absolutely love about this song if you like it so much why don't you marry it <laughs> i would that's not an option <laughs> no it's a great song i i agree with pretty much everything you just said this is fantastic uh songwriting on uh showcase here by eric church and his co-writers that's a good pull i forgot i forgot that song even came out good pull andy technically mm-hmm. came out in 2021 to the fancy folk those common folk on Spotify. It was this. Oh, uh, yeah. was that on one? Was that on? It was on. That was on the. the and, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, my number three. I'm sticking with the theme here. Some sad boy ass country. It's actually sad girl ass country. It's Neon by Haley Witters. The whole first half of this song is, as Andy says, Chef's kiss. I mean, just. I love the line. And there goes the reason. There goes my reason for buying that dress. I mean, it's just a fucking banger breakup song. But what makes it even better is you don't get a lot of breakup songs from women, and not like this. And it's just she's going to go out with her friends. She's going to have a good time. But every little thing at the bar, just the song comes on, and it's all of a sudden those memories just start pouring over, and. Between that and I love the line, uh, <clears throat> you be the one that goes and I'll be the one that got away. Mm-hmm. Ah, so good. And I even, I really love the line, uh, 
be the reason that porch light that I oh, let me get exactly right. I'm I'm ad libbing. He goes ooh ooh. Yes, that's right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Where is that one line in it? Oh, here you go. I'm turning off this porch light that I always said I'd leave on. That's like a staple of Americana, not even country music. It's just, for the most part, you know, Mama always said she'd leave the porch light on for you till you got home. And it's, it, from top to bottom, the song is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to be on her first record, I mean, she just just nailed it. Peace, yeah, peace, brother. <laughs> I was saying, it's, I was oh. saying it's her second record. Oh, is it her second? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. yeah sorry, sorry. God <laughs> thought I was giving him the peace sign. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I was I trying to right. quietly Excuse tell me. you what it was without correcting uh, you on the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I didn't listen to the. Yeah, you're right. Well. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't listen to the first record. So, yeah, you are correct. I'm sorry. I would like to correct the record. I like to be open and honest with the audience. I was a dumbass, and Logan, and Logan corrected me. But yeah, I, mean, I was just, trying to do it where nobody would know. Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. I like to. I like to own my mistakes occasionally. It's actually it's called accountability. That's right. Accountability so culture. Unless your woman tells you you're wrong, and then you deny, deny, deny. What does the old row say? Admit nothing, deny everything. That's right, exactly. No, that's that's a great song. Those lines you said in particular is a top tier <laughs> uh, case of country imagery. I uh, yes. love that song. It's, it just hits you right in the feels every time. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh hell yeah! Just you know, every time I hear that song, when it was in my Spotify Wrapped, uh, it was like the fifth or sixth song on the list. And as soon as I played that playlist, through as soon as that song came, on, I was like, you know. Let's run it back. Michael Jordan. Let's run it back. <laughs> the last dance. <laughs> let's run it. Let's run it back. It's a good pick. Definitely a good pick. Uh number three for me is my um Zach Bryan pick. It's probably not one you guys would think that I would pick, but this is low-key been the song that I've listened to the most without me realizing it from this record, based on, as Andy would say, the data and the statistics. Mm-hmm. Late July, the very mm-hmm. first track on the record. Um, it's a strip. It's more stripped back, more OG Zach Bryan uh, with the production choices. But just the he hits you over the head immediately with the first couple lines saying, "I heard life is what passes when you're too busy living, and love is at its finest when times are hard." Like again, poetry to me. And then I, I, there's something about that the the opening lines of the chorus that have just connected with me for whatever reason, like. It says, uh, from the very first time I heard it, I'm heading down the road, I guess, another good time I'll regret, but I wish that I was coming home to you. Like, that is just fantastic. Like, as we have said two times so far, Chef's Kiss, I uh, love this song. Didn't realize how much I've played this song until I saw my Spotify numbers. Um, this one was definitely been on repeat for me, on my on repeat playlist they gave me. So, Late July, Zach Bryan, number three, my five favorite songs. Mm-hmm. that's an interesting point you made that is similar to mine when I get to my Zach Bryan song, but my number two is from a guy that is, it is, I would say is quickly becoming one of my favorite artists out there today. And that's Hardy with Jack. I love the sound of this song. And I, 
I love the way the song's written. He hooked me from the beginning with this. I like the, I think it'd be the dichotomy of Jack in the song. And it makes you think of which one is which. And it, I, I, this song is just, when it make songs that make me think like this one did is some of my favorites. And this song got me hooked just on repeat listening to this when it came out. I love this song. That's one that it took me a few listens to get what you were getting at with it. Cause at first I didn't understand, I, I, I was reading it too mm-hmm. much at face value and then I kind of understood it. Um, Andy, I do find it kind of humorous that you've picked three songs and you know, that fake news narrative that we've uh, started on this podcast about you saying Andy hates country music. You really have only <laughs> picked one song that it's like, like audibly country when you hear it so far on your list. <laughs> uh, the Riley Green Two of them are straight rock songs. Air yes. Church is pretty much a country song to get towards the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Andy, if I was a betting man so far, I probably would have gotten one of your songs. You have thrown two massive curveballs, and I'm almost about to strike out at the plate. I don't, I don't think you'd get my number one song. You'd get the artist, but I don't think you'd get the song. I would be willing to make that bet. Yes, you are correct. Um, I would be willing to bet that you could also pick my number one, but not guess the song. But anyway, my number two is my man, Gio. He was on the podcast. Call you tonight. What really changed my whole view of the song is the music video. Not the fact that it's a 65-year-old stripper. (laughs) (laughs) That that guy, that Kyle got his rocks off to candy the 65-year-old stripper. Not the fact of that. It's just like the fact that that the music video just completely illuminated that song in a whole different light. I would have never equated those two things and the meanings of the song even remotely close to that without seeing that music video. I mean, you get like a 16-year-old kid swimming the floors at a strip club <laughs> who's, who's head over heels for a 65-year-old stripper. But th- I think this is probably Geo, uh, Geo's best song. It is just a absolute banger. And the whole album's phenomenal. They do uh, pop rock phenomenally, even some more even heavier rock. But they do it excellent. I mean, from top to bottom. But that song in particular... As soon as I, I think I sent it in our one of our playlists that I sent that we didn't ever do a pod on because other stuff came up and we got busy. But that uh, that song in particular, man, I love that song. I I listen to that song at least like four times a week. At yeah, least. it's a, it's, it's a probably once a day. It's probably once a day in my playlist. Yeah, absolute banger. And like I said, the whole my whole view of that song changed when I watched the music video <laughs> yeah. because it's absolutely hilarious. But it also gives a, you know, more seriousness. And, you know, it, it, I, the music video is satirical and whatnot, but it kind of gives a little bit different view of the song when I'm calling you tonight. And, you know, she OD'd on drugs and he tried to call her as, as a 16 year old boy. Yeah. <laughs> but let's let's say for the purposes of this that he was 18, because I think he was implied that he was 18. <laughs> he's barely 18. If he is like his birthday was last week and he started on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, you know, but I mean, yeah, they 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 did a good job of 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 selling the point of that music video. Yeah, so, they, they have, he has good banger. music videos. Yeah, Overrated's a great music video too. But uh, yeah, yeah that, that is, that is an absolute banger. 
Love that song. So number two for me <clears throat> uh, is Miranda Lambert's Walks a Hatchie. Walks a Hatchie. And she, uh, uh, the, the full band version of this on her uh, record, Palomino, that just came out this past year, is an absolute amazing song. Love, love, love this song. From the production choices, it has a tinge of like 80s kind of influence, it feels like, in it. To the melody is amazing, but just she she grabs me with the very first, uh, the way she delivers the very first, like, uh, I mean, uh, verse. Where she's like, nobody ever ever left New Orleans as mad as I was. I wrote a lipstick letter on the mirror with a bourbon buzz. You were right. It got about as good as it uh, got about as bad as it gets. I'm not looking for a turnaround tempo on a rumble strips. Like, love this song where she's like, they they got into a bad situation with their relationship. She leaves and she's heading to to uh, Waxahachie. <clears throat> the amazing song. Uh, definitely implore people to go listen to that record, Palomino by Miranda Lambert. But this is a standout track from that otherwise like up and down really good record. Before I before we go to our number one. I would like to do one more honorable mention, and that is um, Miss Bellbottom Country herself, Miss Lainey Wilson. Um, I love that record. Um, she's kind of like introduced a, it's not really a subgenre, but she's made her own mark on country music, the whole Bellbottom Country scene. Yeah, it's, it's real funky in a way that would yeah. make Jerry Reed proud. And uh, I really love the song, These Boots, her Deddies with D-E. DDY's <laughs> very, very southern way to say it for a female way to say dad. But uh I love the way that song is. It um and also she's overtaken Miranda in my heart. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, she has huge if true. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Miranda, I'm sorry, but she's the new thing, she's the new flame of mine. Kyle oh, yeah. just threw Miranda out the pasture and picked him up, a younger woman. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, that's a uh, that's a great a great song or a great pick. I love um, my honorable I love, mention from that record would be Weekend. Love that song. Yes, yeah, great song as well. Yeah, but I love the uh, yeah, I love these boots slash Diddy's song. You know, we all know we all grew up in the same town. Every female calls their dad that. They won't say it in public that way. They say my dad or whatever, you know. When, when yeah, we, when we had this civilized society, but well, we had this in, conversation at work the other day between the Southerners and the non-Southerners, yeah. and the way I explained it to him was: whenever I refer to my dad and I'm not speaking to him, I say my dad, but never right. once have I ever said dad or daddy. Like it's yeah. girls say Diddy with an yeah. I, yeah. and guys say Daddy with a uh, an E. But yeah. like when I refer to him and like not addressing him it's like i always say my dad but i don't i don't call i've never called my dad dad it's a very southern thing yeah i've never called my dad anything but dad i call him you're you're kansas andy so yeah i call him old man you you uh you uh disavowed your southern your southernality he's he's midwest midwest kansas andy Hey, yeah. there was in a John Wayne movie where one of his sons was calling him daddy and he threw his, his kid and he smacked the kid for calling him daddy and said, don't you ever call me that again. But, you know, that's cool. Look, 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 John Wayne ain't from the South. He's from California. Isn't he? also, He's from his first, Iowa. Hey, Iowa his, first name, okay. his first name is not John. It's Marion, I believe. So, come on. 
Yeah, yeah but you, know, you know, like I said, Logan, me and you both know it's how most girls talk. That's how they call it that. They say in, in, in private, you know, or, you know, in general conversation. They don't yeah. ever don't say it, you know, in a civilized society, you know. Yeah, they, 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 they only say, say when dad. they're addressing their dad. Right, yeah. And I, I thought that was a clever little touch on that song. But Yeah. Andy, I think I believe it's your turn. Number one. But first, my honorable mentions. Mm. Uh, Bleed for You by Cat Hasty. I love this song. I love the way it sounds. I like some Cat Hasty. And uh, my other one is Thoughts You Should Know by Morgan Wallen. When he set out to do with that song, make a sentimental song about your mom, knocked it out of the park with his intentions. He killed it on that. But my number one song. Who can we guess? I know who it's by. Yeah, you know who it's by. Can we guess? All right. Can you give me the first 10, the second 10, or the third 10 in the album? Or is it on Uh, the Summertime Blues? It's on Summertime Blues. Summertime Blues. Summertime Blues. Mm. It's not actually my favorite song, but there's a very good reason why it is number one on my list. I is guess. It tw- All right, I have my selection. Logan, would you do you have your selection? Mm, yeah, I don't know. Is it twenty so? Nope. Damn it. Okay. All right. Oklahoma Smoke Show. Uh, I knew. I knew. It's actually Midwest Andy would pick that. It's it's for the reason Logan said. There's a line that smoke spoke to me from this song that. It, it came in in my mind. I actually didn't know that it was from this song. And like, it took me a while to piece it together where it came from. And then it came out in this song. And then I am aware of my brain didn't actually hear this in this song. It was, I guess it was subconsciously. It's that small town bar scene where small vices kill your big dreams. That is probably my favorite line of the year. The fact that it, my brain never registered that line. <laughs> the fact that it was in my head, I guess in my subconscious, must there be a reason. So it's that's why it made the number one. It's that a good, it's a really good me. song. It is. Yeah, I, I love her, the course that he's like, she's an Oklahoma smoke show. He's an asshole from back home. <laughs> good song. Good pick. Kyle, number one. Um, so. Mine's by the same artist, um, and it is actually on the American Heartbreak record, and um, it is in between twenty-five through thirty-four. If any of you would like to give a guess, from Austin, no, I'm going to say it was she's all right. That's not that's necessarily in the album. Um, it's actually, yeah, I'm not gonna give you the exact number, but it's between 20, 25 and 34 on the album. So, Billy like, Stay. No, it's actually Corinthians. Oh, it's a good one. Yes, I love this song, man. Um, this song is like a pure reflection, and it's almost like a song of wanting to be, it's almost like a song of wanting to be a better person and like a almost like wanting to reevaluate life in my opinion. Um, and I just, I mean, like I said, 
listening to this album is like reading someone's thesis. <laughs> um, it takes serious time. We, we know that takes a while. Wink, wink, classic rock corner. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah. I mean, this song is this album is a genuine brain exercise, but this one just stood out to me. Every time I listen to it, this one just stands out to me. And the the reference in there, I, I love the the reference to him, like the idea, you know, in, in Christian theology about being born again. Yes. He, he kind of like today's a good uh, Sunday's a good day, you know, to, to I'm paraphrasing a good day to like die. But he didn't mm-hmm. mean like physically like. Yeah, I mean, he, means to be, he means, he like, means to your, be like your sinfulness die and be, be reborn, born again right. kind of thing. Yep. It's very it's a very well written song. I 100 percent love this pick. And I also I get heavy American Aquarius. Excuse me. I get heavy American American Aquarium vibes with like nothing fun happens after you're 25. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're on the losing side of 25. Bruh. I, yeah. So, bruh, yeah. Right. Accurate. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, we're all we're all getting old, man. We're all being lame. So, and I, of course, there's like infinite number of songs on this album that I love. I, I can't find one. I there's like two or three I, I don't really like, but. Other than, you know, She's Alright, which is just an absolute tearjerker. But this is my favorite song in the album. I just love the self-reflectiveness of it. Mm-hmm. And it really uh, kind of, in in my stage of life, you know, it kind of, kind of vibes with me. Oh, it's a great yeah. pick. Really, so, really good song. And I would, I would, I know this isn't a song of the year, but this is my... And, you know, the song that the, this is my song of the year, but that the line that really stands out to me is like, I think he says, like, my my granddad was uh, got something, but he loved Jesus to his core. And I want to die today so I can learn something more or learn to live for more, learn to live for more. Yeah. 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 Just in, just I mean, just it's so good, man. I want to know. I really I would love for this guy for just to to sit down with like somebody like Joe Rogan or somebody on a three hour podcast and just let someone <laughs> pick it. Just let someone pick his brain. Like, what is I his process? Agree. I would love to talk to him for like five hours. Yeah, I would just love and just to just hang pick out it. with the guy and just see what yeah. comes out of his mouth. Because I feel like he has so much to say, and I would just love to know his process. Because he doesn't yeah. miss. I mean, it's like I, like I said, uh, when we were talking about the albums last time, he's like wise beyond his years in, in like yeah, in his I mean, writing aspect. Yeah, he, he has self reflection in real time yeah. in his songwriting, which is incredible and something that we don't, we haven't really seen a lot of, which is why I think he's connected with so many people. And yeah, he's connected uh, with younger people because he, his like self reflection is kind of like, um, it's mature but things he, that we've all gone through or are currently going through. Sure. It's yeah. mature, but it's like, it's mature, but it's not. It doesn't feel old, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah like younger he doesn't, people. Really he doesn't feel like an eighty. Reason. He doesn't feel like your grandpa telling you what to do. Yeah, and and it does. He doesn't even feel like like a 35, 40 year old dude like yeah. talking about their life experience. It has a different. It feels fresher to a younger audience. I would love for him to sit down with just somebody and just somebody just pick his brain. A really good yeah. interviewer. If you're listening, Zach, us. It would be great. Yeah, we'll even condense it down to thirty minutes just to fit your time schedule. But yeah, <laughs> yeah us, us, we would love to pick your brain. I have so many questions. Yeah. 
but yeah, that's a great pick for number one. Um, my number one is none other than the song that got me into her music. Another country contribution from one of the ladies of country music. And that's Miss Megan Maroney and hair salon. Uh, oh, hair salon okay. I didn't is see a, that for number one. It dude, I have loved this song since the moment I heard it. It's the a great song. Production is perfect. The songwriting's fantastic. Like, just it's such a unique take on finding out that your ex, your first love, has moved on and gotten engaged. And it's it, also it's done it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was, I was saying, it's also uniquely southern. Yeah, so it's uniquely southern. I, I get my haircut in actual hair salon, which is ninety nine percent women. I'm like me and this one other random dude to go in there for our haircut every two months, and it's nothing but gossip. And when she uh, sang the song, you know, I was like, you know, yeah, that sounds like shit when I get my hair cut. I'm just like, I don't care about this gossip, but I hear it all the time. Yeah, it, it, you're 100 percent right, because barbershops, salons, it, they all yeah, yeah. that way. And yeah. but th- this song, the narrative of it, the way it's written is, you know, like you said, it, it's unique for uh, what we've seen in country music uh, coming from like the hair salon being the, the, um, the hook of the song. And, but it's a uniquely Southern kind of like situation. Whereas the caught up Bernadette, she had a 10 AM. Um, and then it was like talking about how she needed to get her roots, her roots were coming in all that stuff that, you know, uh, I, I guess women can relate to a little more, but then like she, she lets her do the talk and lets her spill the tea. Like you said, mm-hmm. uh, she pays for the color, but the drama's free. And then you hear she goes into the chorus hearing about all the different things that, you know, all that was going on around with the with uh, like the high school football team winning state. And I, I love the line my best friend's mama's husband is sleeping around. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then she hears a couple chairs down that her 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 ex has uh, found the ones, bought a ring. And now she's heartbroken in a hair salon. Um, I, It's that. And then there's just something to the way she delivers a line. I guess it's a damn good day to go blonde. Like, like it's just a it's such a good song and mm-hmm. like i said there's prevalent steel guitar it is her voice sounds fantastic on it like two thumbs up for me for megan maroney on this track and it is number one on my favorite songs of 2022 i would not have guessed that but yeah it's a great choice mm. look at us being diverse that's right hey look man i've been saying for a while though that some of the best music in country music has been coming from the, the ladies of country the last few years. Andy would disagree, but yes, I 100% <laughs> agree. <laughs> I had Chad Hasty in at number six. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We had the one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, Haley Witters, Morgan Wade, Megan Maroney, uh, Lanny Wilson. Laney, oh boy, Laney Wilson. And then um, you got, then you got like the, you know, the more established acts like, Miranda Lambert still putting out quality music. Yeah. Calamino was a good record. Yeah, it was a good record. Yeah. Um, also, um, you had her around. No, she was number four. Um, Caitlin the, Butts. Caitlin Butts, yeah, Flatland's uh, wife. Yeah. <laughs> I know how you should word that, but seriously, though, she's a very talented songwriter, Kyle. You're you're reducing her to being uh, Flatland Cavalry's lead singer's wife. Yeah, you know I'm like Michael Scott. You know I have I have things that I you mean well. <laughs> I have things that I equate to certain things, and that's just how it works in my brain. You know, <laughs> yeah, like he that he's like Baldy. <laughs> yeah, Baldy. Yeah, Fetso. <laughs> I started that that statement out meaning well. By the end of it, he just wrecked it for himself. 
That's how things work in my mind, man. Oh, yeah. She's married to the guy from Flatland. Yep. Caitlin Butts. <laughs> Word association. Yep. But no, like, so uh, in the Spotify description, there is an area where you can leave a comment. You can leave an up to one minute voicemail. Please do so. Let us know what your favorite songs of the year have been. And even more importantly, let us know the ones that you absolutely freaking hate. Because, yeah, you know, it's, 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 which one it's almost it festive this time. Yeah, which one <laughs> yeah. by Walker Hayes is it? But uh, definitely check that out. Do that. We'd love to hear from everybody. Uh, give us five stars and a great review on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon, and Stitcher. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends. Mm-hmm. Check out the website, countryandcoalcans.com, uh, for blog content and shop for T-shirts, hats, and koozies. Uh, so, yeah, for this episode of Country and Coal Cans, I'm Logan, sitting here with Trucker Andy and Kyle. We will see you next time. Merry Christmas. Take care, guys.